Hello, good day, and welcome to We the Meeple, the board gaming podcast where we hold these truths to be self-evident that we love board games and you should play them. I am your host, Corey, with my two co-hosts. As usual, I have Cody. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Code? And I have Joseph. Yo, yo, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. It's going good. We are in episode eight. Do I have that correct? Um, yeah, I, I believe so. so. We have our episode eight. So, uh, yeah, let's keep the good times rolling here. First thing we do when we start off is we start off with one good thing. So, uh, starting left to right, Code, you're on my left. What's your one good thing for this month? Um, my one good thing is we got the legacy discussion. So that's my oh. my one good thing. Oh, that feels like, like a little like a, bit of a cheat. Sounds like an unprepared. Um, I yeah. wanted the legacy discussion since the beginning of the ep- uh, beginning of our podcast. That feels like a cheat, but moving on, Joseph. What's your one good thing? Uh, my one good thing is um, I usually suck at board games, but um, I think two weeks ago we had like a board game night, and I won the two board game. I was the only winner of the night. So really. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I oh, was pretty man. impressed by myself. Yeah, I wasn't invited to that one. Harsh. Yeah, not just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe. And what were the games? It was Quacks of Quindlenburg. And what was the second game? Um, um, it's like a Parks variation. It's called mm-hmm. Trails. I think it's called. It's like a smaller version of Parks. But oh, yeah. Wait, wait did you both. buy that? Yeah. Oh, nice. How do you like it? It's all right. It's not bad. Yeah, kind of like I don't like it as much as Parks, but but it's like a little bit shorter, a little bit easier to get into. Yeah, it's quicker. definitely really easy to teach and quicker, and yeah, it's not as good as Parks, but it's it's fun. Okay, um, my one good thing is I backed my first ever Kickstarter for anything. Uh, you know, they sell coolers and they sell uh, machines and they sell video games, and I backed my first one ever. It was a board game. It is mine management it used to be a uh, graphic novel and they turned into a board game a hidden movement one uh we're pretty not i wouldn't say we like the hidden movement games that we have we're not huge fans we haven't bought like every single one but to me this one looked fantastic the art was amazing the reviews from shut up and sit down were uh, splendid so i'm very excited to get this one it comes out august maybe later this year the deluxe edition. So very excited for that one. I uh, can't wait to play it with you guys. And sure. moving on. Um, as we always end our episodes, we do a wheel of destiny and it determines what we're going to talk about for the next month. And we rolled as Cody already said, legacy. So obviously Cody was very excited about it. Um, came extremely prepared for the legacy discussion. I'm sure code. Tell us why. You wanted this so bad, and why you like Legacy? Uh, because I think Legacy games, I th- they're my favorite. I mean, like not type, I guess is not what I'm trying to say. I just love Legacy games. I like the aspect of an ever changing game. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed with you what you heard, please like it adds just greater de- Like we're going to be talking about obviously Legacy games later, but to me, it just I'm excited every time to see what's coming next in a board game. Typically, board games are you play, you're done. Same thing the next time you play. Legacy games, you play, something happens, 
and now it adds a whole new aspect to the game. So to me, it's exciting. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so Joe, you had brought up an interesting thing when we were kind of talking about this topic, like off the show. You said we we've only played how many? Um, three or four. Three, three or four. Like, so there's not that many legacy games. I'm actually on a, a Wikipedia page. Right, yeah, shows four. We, like, we played four, but we um, we have not finished one. Right, and we've um, been very close to finishing one, which we'll talk about that one later. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm look. I'm on this Wikipedia page, and it shows 24 of them that are out. Um, which isn't a lot, you know, 24 of a certain type of board game is not a lot at all. So even playing four, that feels like we have a, a decent handle on, we don't have a decent handle on the legacy genre, but we, we can talk about it a little bit. So Joe, what is your, like, what's your favorite aspects? Cody just explained his, is there anything that like sticks out that he didn't say that you're like, yeah, that's, that's my favorite part of it. I mean, yeah, Cody's, Cody's right. It's just ever changing. And it's like, it's almost like a video game. You're creating your character and you're kind of like like building with that character and making moves with that character. And then like whatever you do is that that's what the what it is. It changes forever. So like let's just say Gloomhaven. It's almost like you're leveling up your character. And it's just like that's it's like a video game to me. So that's why I enjoy the legacy genre. Yeah, obviously, anyone that plays board games, you bring out the board, you set it up, you play it. What's done is done. And then the next game, you start off in the same exact spot that you were in when you started off the last game. Legacy really gives you a chance to be like, hey, this thing changed. And now going into this game, there's going to be quite a few differences. Now, the first Legacy game we played was Risk Legacy. And I would say that's that was one of the first big board games when we were getting into the hobby that we ever played. We didn't even know the difference between like it was called risk legacy but we didn't know that like hey this was its own genre that's that's the one that invented legacy so uh let's talk about risk for a little bit like what like i guess just give me a couple of your experiences on that and what made it um the legacy made it so much better than like the original because we were fans of the original before we knew about hobby board games like this you know we would play risk every so often but what about the legacy version of risk was really like mind-blowing to you uh, code, go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, right off the bat, <laughs> I think you talked about it before where, you know, you and Joey got into a big battle, big nuclear battle. I believe it was Joseph. Um, and then, you know, all of Australia was gone. Like, obviously, regular risk never happened, you know. You kill him, he's mm-hmm. out of the game. This, you know, you blow up all of Australia, then you get mutant creatures in the game. Like, there's just so much you Spoiler. can do. Sorry. Uh, there's just so much no, you're you can good. <laughs> do, uh, in, in legacy games that make it more like you want to keep playing because you want to see what else is added to the game. That's not in the original. Like I said, mutant creatures. That's, that's cool. That's about as far as we got, which is sad, but, uh, like it would be awesome knowing what else was in there, you know? So maybe one day we'll rebuy it and replay it because I, you know, we all like risk. We all enjoy it. Um, and it'd be cool to just. Play it all over again and see see what else happens throughout the game. Yeah, fair. Uh, Joe, any words? Yeah, to kind of father of legacy games. I mean, Risk is like a it's a it's pretty strategic. So I mean, strategy is the whole thing why we play board games, right? So in Risk, you have the same strategy 
all the time. Like Corey's strategy was always get get Australia. But with that change and that bomb and now that Australia is inhabited, you can't you can't even go there. It changed the strategy. Now I would have loved to play it longer and see how Corey's strategy would have yeah. would have would have <laughs> changed. You know what I mean? Because Corey always went to Australia and and even Uncle Ron knew that. He got blown up in the first round. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? So then it, I would just love to see how Corey's strategy – I mean, obviously, Australia is the strategy and risk. It's It should always be the strategy. But with that change with the legacy game, how would that have changed how, – how strategy changed? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's crazy that you – like. Obviously, it happened around around Australia, but it could have been anywhere. You know, it wasn't like a predetermined like we made that story because the battles were taking place in Australia and because it was so important to me as a uh, place to hold. You knew you had to fight for it. So because we let off those bombs, that's the place that got destroyed. And we created that story. And I think that's the best part about Legacy is you're you're creating the story of a board game. Now, like I said, uh, when you play board games, you don't ever think of story. You know, maybe there's a little bit at the beginning or a little bit at the end. Hey, you helped build this town. Hey, you defeated these monsters. But Legacy really does have an ongoing story where you um, grow attached to different statuses of the game whether it be characters or countries or just different rules and you start to lean on them and you start to get familiar with them and then it kind of flips it all on its head and then you've got to readjust which is awesome um another part about legacy that was always wild to me is uh like i'm a collector you know cards funkos figures all that stuff legacy they be asking you to rip up some cards (laughs) and that is that is hard to deal with. Like, like when it says, hey, take this card and now rip it up and throw it away, you'll never you'll never even see what this is. It's like wild to me. Like, what? What do you what do you mean? You know, I want I want to keep that because I want to play. Say, it yeah, I paid picture. I paid sixty dollars for this. You want me to rip up the card? What the heck? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's it, it's a cool thing to do because it's like you don't need it. You know, even though you're getting rid of part of the game. They anticipated that, and they have the opposite of that card and what you need to go to continue on. Um, Another really cool thing is uh, Legacy feels so personal. I talked about the stories. It's kind of the same thing, but it feels very personal in Legacy. You know, one of the cool things about Risk is if you won the game, you got to write in a country, right? Or you got to make a capital city. You got to do whatever you wanted. So, Joe, you named yours Gotham. I named mine Sparta. I don't remember, but, you know, we named the capital. And then in all future games, that gave us a little bit of a bonus. And anyone that, like, I think survived but didn't win the game uh, got to name a city. And that also helped them. So I think the story you build and the personalization that you uh, make is just the best aspects of Legacy. Now, that's Risk Legacy. Um, Like I said, that's the grandfather of all Legacy games. But you did say we have played a couple more. We will save our thoughts on Betrayal for the review. But, um pandemic we also played that's one of the very early legacy games too um we didn't play a lot <laughs> what happened with that was that like our our co-op hate kind of shining before we really learned to appreciate co-op yes yeah the problem with pandemic legacy is just it's pandemic and if anybody's listened to this podcast everybody knows how i feel about pandemic so you guys should have probably picked a better a different teammate for that for that game if you guys really liked it but yeah that that was my problem with it i just never liked the base game so why would i like 
the legacy game. Right. I mean, and, and Pandemic Legacy, I think, is probably the highest rated of all legacy games. It was number one on BGG for a long time. It's probably probably number two now or in the top five for sure. So, uh, Code, would you blame Joey as well for the reason we didn't continue on that one? Uh, I don't like Pandemic either. So, uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't, it just wasn't a fun game to me. But I have a question I, for I, you guys. Uh, yeah, do sure. You, do you think the aspect of having to rip up these cards and like only specific amount of plays turns people off from legacy games? Is that why you don't think more are being made or more are made? Um, I would think that it's just extremely difficult to make legacy games. And I'd, I I don't know if they sell better or not. But yeah, those factors that you named, especially like the limited number of plays. You know, because we buy a board game, you, hey, I have this forever. I can keep playing it. But um, not that we would know because we haven't finished one yet. But it kind of feels like when you're done with the legacy portion, you're also done with the game. Joe, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, with all with us, with board games, we only play board games maybe a handful of times anyway. So, right. you know what I mean? With a legacy game, you have to play it 12 times. So or 15 times, whatever, whatever, however, how much episodes or whatever they have. And it's just, you would be done anyway. That's our opinion. I think, you know what I mean? Right. That's my opinion, at least like, so if I'm playing a game, a board game and I'm playing it 15 times, I'm probably most likely done with that game anyway. And I would feel satisfied about that too, because that's just the way board games are. And I think, like I said, we haven't finished the board game. I haven't researched every single legacy game, but um, it feels like a lot of them you can you can play after you're done with the legacy. And it's also kind of a cool thing because it's your own personalized board game, you know, like take risk again. You would have all these different cities that are named and you can still play that with just the risk rules. I'm sure there's ways, but I don't, I don't think that's so much of a downside. I like I said, I think it's just it's very difficult to make. You know, you have to, uh, you know, make. Uh, things for every decision, every decision that people make, and you got to fill it with a bunch of extras and cards, and you know, like with risk, a whole different race. It's just, it's just a lot, and it's hard. And is it worth it? I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure some of these, you know, Gloomhaven's on this list. I know some people don't think that's legacy. It's more campaign, which is fair. But like, you know, these these are big games that take a lot of stuff, a lot of money to make. And do they sell well enough? You know, I'm sure they sell, but do they sell better than just any regular game? Maybe not. So, um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It is probably very difficult to make. You not only have to make a board game, you have to make a where you <laughs> you have to make a story off it. You know what I mean? So that's that is really difficult to make. I that's a good point. Now, I don't know if you guys have the list in front of you um, of legacy games. Cody, Joey, do you have your list? Probably not. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're going to try to do this off the top of your head. Is there any legacy game that is out that you would really want to play? Uh, Code, you can't pick King's Dilemma. That's cheating. We have that. Uh, but I'll give you a second. Joe, do you want to uh, – is there one? I feel like okay. there's one. Well, Cody can't pick King's Dilemma. I'm going to pick King's Dilemma. You cannot pick King's Dilemma either. We have it. We're going to play it very shortly. Um, to be honest with you, without the list, I don't – oh, well, um, no, never uh, mind. Um, I would – I would say there's werewolf. one. There's one that werewolf seems, legacy. Yes. <laughs> the only problem with werewolf legacy, you have to have like 15 players, which is absurd. It's, yeah. just, it's just ridiculous. I would love to play that. Like if, could, <laughs> if it was like six players or seven players, 
Or, seven's still a little bit too much too, but like five or six, perfect. I would, it would be, I, it would be bought already. But nine, that is, is one that is just ridiculous, that, man. That that is one that feels like it probably didn't sell well because you are not getting nine people to play a legacy game for I don't know how many games you play in that one, but for even five to ten games, there's no way you're getting the same nine group of people. So I mean, uh, it's almost yeah. impossible for us to get four. You know what I mean? Every yeah. every month, it's it's absurd yeah. to have nine, which is disappointing because yeah, I love I, I love werewolves. Oh. So. Oh yeah, you would you would have loved to have that game. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're still trying to figure out a King's Dilemma team. You don't get five that we know can play every yeah. time we want to play it. So I get it. Uh, mine, so I'll give Cody another time. Is I actually don't mind Pandemic. I like Pandemic. I don't love it. Um, I can't go back to Pandemic Legacy Season One. I'm not going to skip to Season Two. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but they made Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. And that one is like a prequel of sorts. And it's, as far as I know, it doesn't even really deal with the virus. It deals with like the Cold War and like Russia and like spies. And you're trying to like, that's that's the legacy game. It's still the pandemic gameplay, but it has a whole different tone, a whole different setting. And I've heard really great things and it's just as good. It's co-op, but, you know, different setting, different kind of aesthetic. Um, I wouldn't mind buying that one for having me and my wife play, you know, because pandemic Four players seems like too much. Two seems like the perfect amount where you have two people kind of just like debating, you know, like, hey, what should we yeah. do? So that's kind of one I want to get. Uh, Code, do you have one? Uh, not one currently out, no. Oh, which one do you want to play? Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic course. Park, like you see. Of course, yeah. Uh, what are you hoping in that one? Lots of dinosaurs. Um I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect. It's going to be an interesting game. Um, like I said, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to expect. I just, I'm just excited because it's Jurassic Park. So, instant buy. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that one, too. Alright, All right, so the other couple that we played is, like I said, Gloomhaven's on the list. Some people consider it campaign, but because it's on the list, we'll talk about it. Uh, Gloomhaven, uh, Betrayal, which we're reviewing, so we won't talk about it. And uh, I guess that's it. And then we have the King's Dilemma, which we haven't played yet. And then I actually have another uh, legacy game that you guys have never played. Uh, you know, I apologize, but I wasn't trying to get a group of four and never beat it. So I got a group of two and I never beat it. Uh, it's called My City. Have you guys heard of that one at all? No. I, I would kind of recommend it to both of you because it's a lot of fun and it's pretty simple. And there's not like an overarching story in it. Uh, let me explain what the game is. So My City is a game where you're taking tiles, kind of like uh, Cottage Garden Code, the one that you like, mm-hmm. where they're like Tetris shape. And you're trying to fill this board. And you're trying to fill it as much as you can. And you're trying to keep the trees there. And you're trying to cover rocks. And you're trying to connect. You're trying to build this city. Because the tiles are all different buildings. And they have different colors. And if you connect enough blue and red and yellow, a bunch of things give you bonuses. And as you keep playing, the winner gets a... Uh, doesn't really get bigger, uh, too big of a bonus, but the loser gets a bonus. So it's easier for them to win next time. So you have like this, like almost tug of war where I won the first game, but now Lindsay has a better chance of winning the second game. So it's placing down tiles like Cottage Garden or Baron Park and just going through in every game. You're getting a, uh, a new power up or a new item on the board. A lot of fun. Me and Lindsay have played, I think, nine games of it. 
I think there's maybe like 16. That one's that one's good. That one's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like I said, because it's on here, uh, Gloomhaven. Is that that's your that's your favorite, right? Is that all of our favorite? If we're counting it as legacy, I mean, it's my favorite game of all time. So <laughs> yes, right. And uh, uh, anything to add on Gloomhaven that we haven't already uh, said about any of these other legacy games? I don't, I don't really think so. I mean, it does the same thing as every Joey, like you said, you're leveling up your guy, you're unlocking new characters, you know, you're going through different enemies and things like that. So, you know, I don't, I don't really. Yeah, think I so. would, I would say Gloomhaven's the most closest thing to a video game. You you pick a character, you level up your character, you get special weapons, and just act, like I said, that's the closest to a video game. And I I do really enjoy Gloomhaven. That's a really it's a really fun game. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I actually we've talked quite a bit about Legacy. Is there anything you want to see uh, for Legacy in the future? Now I'm kind of asking you to think of an idea on the spot, but what do you think Legacy could do to even improve itself even more? Do you have anything off the top of your head that you're like, hey, I hope they do this in the future? I mean, nothing I can really think of off the top of my head. Um, I can just just make more games legacy if possible, I guess, because I enjoy playing them. You know, I, that's not really creating something new to a specific, you know, like what they can do better. But I just feel like making more would, you know, be be happy for me. So. Yeah, I would I would kind of agree with that. Maybe have like a something where you can either play Legacy or you can just play the regular base game. You know what I mean? That would be kind of like something better. You know what I mean? Because like like Cody said earlier, a lot of people might not like Legacy. So yeah, I mean, if you could play the base game, okay, then buy the base game, or you can play the Legacy game too. So no, good thoughts. Uh, I don't really have much to add to that. Um... I'm a big uh, economic fan, so I would love a legacy game. And like I said, maybe they have it. We haven't played them all. But I would love a legacy game where um, take smartphone ink or even pipeline where you're selling something and your company grows which with, with each legacy game and eventually become like a Microsoft power or something like that. And like the winner, the losers are like underdogs and they're trying to do all this stuff. I feel like that would be kind of a cool thing. But uh, I guess that's really not the, <laughs> the question I asked. But yeah, legacy. We love it. Uh, we are happy to talk about it. We're going to be talking about a lot more this episode. Every topic, including maybe this next one, is legacy-based. So uh, good Ooh. discussion, gentlemen. Yeah. And uh, let's move on. As I hinted at, this next one might be legacy-based. It might not. But we are going to do a uh, an old favorite of mine that we haven't done on the podcast. Um, board game 20 questions so if you don't know what 20 questions is for the people listening out there it is you guys are going to take turns asking me yes or no questions and then i will answer them yes or no and you have 20 questions to try to figure out what board game i have on my mind so uh whenever you guys are ready i have the board game uh ask away Okay, so this isn't like my version where you give the facts. You just have, you no, have, you gotta add. No, this is strictly twenty questions. All right, you want to go one at a time, code? You go and then I go. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, go ahead. I, I would kind of recommend it to both of you because are there animals in this game, like cards or 
you know, you understand what I'm saying? That's a good question. No. Okay, okay this might be stupid, but have we, us three, played this game together? Yes. All right. That is a good question, though, because if we had it, that might. Yeah, I mean, might get you could have played it with Cody, and then you could have played it with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Uh, we have definitely so played, we have this, played this game together. together. Is this yes. game? Is the game? Can can five or more players play this game? Also, a great question, and that is a yes. Hmm. It's like maybe a party that, that game. cuts out a lot of games. <laughs> Not as much as I I would hope. Is this a worker placement type game? No. You're keeping track of how many questions we have? I have no idea what yes. you Yes, I am. That was that was that was 13 questions already. Okay. Okay. Um have we played this game more than three times? Hmm, that's tough. I that's a tough question because I don't have the exact number. I do believe so, though. I do believe. Okay, but I am not one hundred percent sure. I do believe we have, though. Okay, is this is this game a legacy game? <laughs> no. Okay, I figured it wasn't, but I had to ask. Made you, made you waste a question with my you little fate. <laughs> you did. Um, how many questions are we at? You are at six, so you have fourteen left. I will let you do all four. I'll let you do all twenty questions, and then I guess. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I feel like we going? haven't got anywhere. I don't think so either. Um. That's. So if you got a question, you can come up with it. All right. Have we played this game in the board game tournament? Huh. Um, no, I don't believe we had. That eliminates a lot. It does. It does. That does. Is this uh, a party future? game? No. Not a party game. So five or more players and not a party game. I would say in the future, try to keep the questions uh, less like us specific. So the audience at home can take a guess too. you know. Very true. Very true. That's, Very that's true. Just, just, look, my just looking out. For, no, no, no. You're good. It was a good question. Just looking out for the audience. I'm just trying to. That does not help. I'm not I the audience is trying to guess too. And they, that did not help them at all. No. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joey. You have a piece of yeah, crap. I'm just trying to not look like an idiot myself. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. means, I, I got another question, but it's uh, based Go on ahead. us. It's based on uh, us. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it a top 20 game for no, you? No, I was going to ask. Leave those ones play, alone. Have we played it at a, a family event? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Helping the audience, huh? Poor John over there doesn't know what no, you're talking about. No, I said it's about. not oh, helping yeah. it. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what it is. Really? Yeah. You know what it is already? I said I think I know what it is. Is this a deduction-based game? Is this a deduction-based game? Why don't you tell me, Code, if you think you know what it is. Is that a yes or no for Joey? Yes. 
I mean, it's not a deduction based game. Okay. Uh, is it a? <laughs> is it a? Cody screwed that. Is it a? Is it a co op game? No. Can we play this at a family event? It's not a party game. Right. It's not deduction based. It's not co op. Right. Right. It's not worker placement. I feel like I picked a good game, apparently. And you guys have asked 11 questions, players. by the way. And it has five or more players? Yeah. Hmm. 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 I mean, we don't play that many games at family events. Hmm. Hmm. That was a weird question because I remember this game specifically being played at a family event. What the heck? You guys just got to start breaking down more stuff, getting a little bit All more. Right. Uh... Is it a bidding type of game? Is there bidding in it? That'd be a yeah. That would bidding. be a yes. Um. This is a dumb question. Twelve. This would be a dumb question. <laughs> but if you no get it right, if you get it right, no, it's, because it's I feel good. like every I feel like every game would have it. Let's hear it. Does um does this board game have cards? Yeah, that was a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you guys are at thirteen. Wow. But uh, you have seven more this. questions. Um, is there mythological creatures in this board game? Absolutely not. Frick. You were at 14. Yeah, that was a good question, though. You got to start breaking down maybe genre a little. Or not it's genre. Bidding like, game? Hey, what, is this, what does this have to even do with, you know? What bidding game has we... How many bidding games are there? Have we played? <laughs> Um, so a bidding game, I mean, there's only literally like three or four I can think of. Okay. Is it auction based or is that like the same thing? I feel like that's bidding, right? I, I Maybe not. I, how would you, how would you separate those two auction and bidding? Just so I can answer your question correctly. Like. Never mind. I don't know. I feel like that's the same um, exact question. <laughs> uh, are you trying to buy artwork in this game? <laughs> that is extremely specific, and that is a no. Okay, that, okay. that eliminates two. That eliminates two. That eliminates two. Yeah, yeah, it possibly does. What was the second one that it eliminates? High Society. Okay, that's what I figured. Okay, uh, you guys are at 15 questions, so you have five more and a guess. Oh, What's that man. one game called? What's that game with the house, man? You buy the houses. I don't know. Oh, of course. <laughs> for sale? <laughs> yeah. It's not for sale, is it? That's a question? Uh, no. 
Joey's just wasting questions. I wasn't. I was asking Cody. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, because as soon as I said, "Is that your question?" You're gonna be like, "No, that's not my question." So, <laughs> okay, I had to give it. Uh, I'm sorry. You asked. You asked in a form of a question. Sorry about what's, that. What's some other bidding games that we own? Um, oh, best games only four players. I think. Is it a trivia it, game as well? Is it? Is it? Is Sorry. it a trivia game as well? That would also be a no. Oh, and Joey screwed, is just splurging guesses. I'm is all it, around. Man, I'm is screwed. it secret bidding? Yeah. Yeah, it is secret bidding. Secret bidding. That is 18. You have two more questions and a guess. We're in trouble. How did that secret, <laughs> did that secret bidding help you? I know. You didn't have any games in mind? <laughs> well... <laughs> I feel like this isn't even a bidding game. I feel like he's screwing us he over. He cheated. He yeah. cheated. No, there's, there's 100% bidding in it, for sure. We're in trouble. And we play this at a party? An yeah. event? Yeah. Yeah, I, right, can, uh, right, I can mention right, the... Right. I can tell you the party no, afterwards. it's not. It's how I was going to say good critters, but that involves animals. So... It's involve animals. It does involve animals. I think you guys had a good job, like kind of like breaking down, like does it have animals? And I think Joe would ask the question, like uh, something like that: Is it mythological creatures? Like if you would have did a few more of those, well, we can't. Got, we like, got two more theme, questions. I, I know you can't. So uh, use them and lose them, buddy. It's time. Okay. Well, go ahead, Code. I got I'll nothing. Have... Okay. Is it? Ask... Is it mafia themed? There is no mafia theming in this game. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> and they only, I, I only have one guess. I don't I don't know. They were the, uh, the, the you guys are perplexed. I can feel it. Code, you haven't asked a question in like 12 questions, man. It's time to I step asked up. the last question before that one. Yeah, one <laughs> out of fifteen. I don't know what I don't know what to ask anymore. A I'm, I'm lost. Game. A bidding we game. played at a party. Hundred percent. Yeah, have we, we have uh, played it. Is this going to be at, a wasted question? At a feather? At, no, it won't be. That's your twentieth question. Now time <laughs> for a guess. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I do specifically remember playing this at a family gathering. All right, party. It wasn't like a board game night. It was hey, we were there for a separate reason, and I brought this game and we played it. Uh, Code, did you have a question? Um, you guys ain't looking at like lists, are you? Your eyes are no. off to the side. What are you, what are you, what are you cheating here? No. Giving Cody the last question. I don't know. I'm if you got a question, about eight. Ask, I, I was going to ask a stupid question too, but I don't feel like he know. I don't feel like he would know the answer to it fully, but then it okay, might be. A, well, is it like a family type question? No, no. I mean, it involves okay, us. Okay. No, that's a dumb question. But I feel like we're out of questions, so I'm just gonna ask: Have we played this game within the last calendar year? Jeez, that's a hard one. Uh, I would say no. No. No, we have not played it within the last calendar year. Um, that one you have to kind of take with a grain of salt. I, I don't think we have. Maybe there was a time, 
But uh, you guys have just a guess. You have used all 20 questions. You guys have not. Did we each get a guess? No. That's not how what? this works. You get <laughs> yeah, that's you how get, it works. You get one guess. What do you it think it is, competing. Joe? Only thing, bidding game I can think of that we have a name is Biblios. That have hidden hidden bidding in it? I think so. That's the only one I can think of. Or maybe... um. Stockpile doesn't have hidden bidding in it, though. Um, let's just say Biblios then. All right, we're we're guessing Biblios. Is it Biblios? No, gentlemen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, what is I it? I know, I know, I know. Cody's ready to get all angry and been like. But this game doesn't know. I answered every question correctly. The game you were looking for was Downforce. The racing bidding game. It has hidden bidding. Um, it is a bidding game, 100%. It's not just a bidding game, though. Uh, Joey specifically asked, does it have bidding? You know, and it, it does. It does have bidding. That's the beginning part of the game. It's a so racing auction, game. auction. It doesn't have uh, auction in it. Come on. Uh, you... <laughs> Um, it's two to six players. We played that I game believe... last week. <laughs> no, we did. we did not. We did. Uh, uh, two to six players. I don't believe we played it in the last year. I remember uh, at a birthday party at MRC at Marcy's garage, we had played this game at a family gathering. So there you go. This game was down force. Uh, first time we played board games, 20 questions. You guys blew it. That was a good game, though. We missed it. Yeah, I feel pretty proud of myself. I got one up on you guys, so I'm very happy. Uh, let's move on to our game of the month and some more good vibes because I feel like you guys aren't feeling great right now. So, um, I had mentioned earlier that we did Legacy episode this time. We are reviewing Betrayal Legacy. Joey, hit us with that overview. Hello, and welcome to the overview of Betrayal Legacy. <laughs> um. Yeah, Betrayal Legacy is um it's a legacy game based off of um Betrayal Haunted on um on the House on the Hill or whatever. One of those something like that. <laughs> House Betrayal <laughs> House on the Hill. Betrayal on the House on the Hill. Um if anybody who doesn't know um House on the Hill, it's like a it's a game like three to like seven play five players. You go through this house and you're like going through these different tiles, and then in the middle of the game um someone becomes a traitor and then um sorry i suck it i suck at overviews man <laughs> <laughs> I suck is, that, is that it is that it no that's your would you like me to take over i can yes take over. go ahead I okay suck at overviews. so basically the way the game starts is there's certain tiles like uh upstairs um you know whatever you you start all on this tile and then someone moves and then you move to a different tile. You don't know what the tile is going to be. And you start flipping it over until your tile, like, say you're on the bottom floor. It, on the bottom of the card, or the card will say bottom floor. So you flip that tile, then you move your character into the space. Um, now it could give you an item. It could give you an omen. It could give you, you know, a couple different things once you enter this room. Once you enter the room, if you get an omen, you roll the dice. And I believe if it's, what, four or more omens? The uh the trader comes into play, yeah. Okay, so once you find you keep going through this house, you keep collecting these items and things like that. 
Um, and then once you finally get the four omens and you roll the dice, if it is that many specific type of omens, the game stops right away. Then we read through a separate book. Um, and then whatever items we have, like say it's a baby doll, whatever. So we'll say um, baby doll. Is that how it works? You go to the page where it says baby doll. <laughs> Let's just start reviewing the game now. Um, if I that was a little bit better of an overview code, but if I could just give you, I think you guys both went a little too complicated. The, the, the basis of Betrayal Legacy and House on the Hill is you're building a haunted house. You start in the main entrance of the house. None of the house is built and you move your character and you flip a tile and you're building the main floor, the basement and the second floor. I, I think it's the second floor attic. And you're building that. And as you're going on, you might come across traps. You might come across the piano room, the dining room. And you're building this very big haunted house. And some of the houses have events on them. They might have items. And that's really what the basis of the game is. Halfway through, one of the person through circumstances is going to become a bad guy. Because it's a co-op game at first. Everyone's on teams. Halfway through, someone's going to become a bad guy. And then it's you versus them. And that how that is kind of how the game is played. Um Let's talk about the gameplay for Betrayal Legacy. So I think if we're not doing an overview, just the gameplay, I think that's going to be a little bit easier to talk about. I kind of went over it. You build a house. You start on one tile. You're moving to a, a space in front of you where there's not even a tile yet. You take this big pile of cards and you flip it over and you go on there. And like I said, it could be any room in the house. The house really doesn't make sense. You could go from uh, the kitchen to a bedroom to a uh, whatever. So... Um, the fun part about this game is when you go to tiles, you can get events, you can get items. Do you guys like the gameplay of this game? Um, the gameplay of the base game is it's difficult. It's hard to explain. And it's hard to and when the the, the um, trader comes into play, then it's even more difficult. So I I like some of it and I hate some of it. So it's tough. I, I think it's simple. Like, you just move me through a house collecting items. Um, I agree, though. We've had plenty of problems th- when we go through the book and we're confused about some certain things. And it you is can't simple. Ask. But, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. It is simple, but it, like, it just makes it more like confusing than it needs to be most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, when, once you're a trader, um, you obviously got to go to a different room. Because you're reading through your own book, and then the people who aren't the traders are reading through their own book, and then you each have your own cer- certain objective you got to complete to win the game. But sometimes, I mean, I think we had it almost every time we're like, Well, what does this mean? You know, like this is kind of confusing, and you obviously can't ask for help, which becomes a, a major issue for that. Uh, so I feel like that suffers with the gameplay. Uh, I do think it's cool though how you build this house and all these rooms and all that. So to me, that that that's the fun part about the game. I don't want to cut yeah. Corey off oh. either, though. But so I don't want to cut you off. But we are talking about the legacy game too. So right, it's the legacy game adds a lot more to it. It's like we were talking earlier. It's a story. You start off with a with like a board, and it's like your family. You make your own family name. And then you start off with a character, and then whatever happens in the first game, if that character lives or dies, if he dies, then you pick a new character for the for the next ep- or next next game. Or if he lives, then you make him like ten years older, and he's like an old man now. 
So like he's going back to the house of his old man. So that it kind of makes that story and it makes it makes the gameplay a little better in my mind with the legacy of aspect of it. Yeah. So I will say the uh, gameplay is almost like two halves. Right. Um, and to me, the halves are like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, except like both of them are Mr. Hyde. Uh, the first half is very simple. But you do get that like satisfying aspect of building the house as you're moving through it. But the things that you do once you build aren't really that satisfying to me. So like I said, there's events. You might get items. Really, you're pulling cards and you're reading what they say. And for the events, it might be like uh, an ability check. Like, hey, if you have five strength, you can roll a dice if you get above this. And to me, that kind of gameplay is, isn't too compelling. You know, it's not like I'm... Oh man, yeah, I get to see if I have higher than a four on this dice. It's like I, I lost complete luck, you know? And even like the tiles coming out are complete luck. So it's a lot of luck based in the first one. And as Cody pointed out with the second part where there's the traitor, the rules get very convoluted. You know, the traitor has like, hey, you've got minions, you've got to get to this room, you got to grab this item. It adds so much stuff that you can't even do. Without the trader, you know, hey, grab this item and bring them here. Do this. You got to connect this room and that room. And it's just like, and like Cody said, and the people that aren't the trader, they're talking amongst themselves, and you don't, you don't even know what the other guy can do. So it's like, is this a legal move? Is this a legal move? And it's just like you can't even like check up on the other person because you're not supposed to know what they do. So for me, the gameplay is 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 a little whack. I like the game, but it's a little whack. So I don't know, um, Joe. As you said, with the legacy version. That, that that adds a lot. You know, we all made our family name. That's the part where you get to build a story. You keep the people that live, and it's like it's their offspring. You know, you name a guy something junior, and, you know, you remember your great-great-grandmother who was able to win. But, uh, yeah, for the gameplay, um, it's based a lot about that. Ba it's based around that base game a lot. And to me, it's just kind of like, eh. Um, but anything to add on the legacy part, Code? I know it's been a while since we played it, but... Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, for a legacy game, I think they did add in quite a few cool things to the game to make it more interesting. You know, as people are dying, you add ghosts to the rooms, things like that. Yeah. So they definitely did do a lot to the to adding things on for the legacy version, which is obviously what you want in a legacy game. Um, but the gameplay itself, to me, stayed almost the same. Me personally. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Mostly the gameplay did. They did add a few things with the legacy, like the ghosts, like Cody said. And they had that little tablet thing where you could put your mark on it, and then it would like help you with your dice roll, I think, or something like that. And yeah, I would agree. the The legacy didn't like create differences within the gameplay, but it def definitely added a lot of cool little story elements to the game, which I think that's the best part about. Um, betrayal it's it's the story aspect to it you're reading that card and it's like oh you got you got hit by a bowling ball on your head going into the closet <laughs> mm -hmm. you 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 have zero strength this round you know what i mean so it's it's definitely like story based and it makes it a little more story based with the legacy aspect yeah, yeah, even the not oh go ahead i was gonna say here here's my problem with the game is uh, I think I probably complained about it plenty of times while we were playing. You sucked. Like, you sucked no, at it, too. It's like wow. they don't ever help the people who, like, Corey, like you said, in your whatever game, the My City game, like, they give you a little advantage start to the next game. Like, this game was, you're just literally, it's just 
<laughs> you're either going to win or you're going to lose. Like, you're getting no – Joey, I think, won, like, the first six games to start the game, you know, because, like, they don't help the people who are lower down, you know, who hasn't won right, he was on. He was on a roll. Yeah. They don't help those lower players. Now, I don't know if it matters in the end, you know, like – we didn't finish it. So like if Joey won the first six games and you just got to win the most games and it was already over, you know, like before we could even do anything about it. So to me, that's yeah. where that game suffers. So uh, obviously we don't really have like a story part of our reviews for board games. Cause there's really no need for it, but uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but this one did do something cool with like the story aspect of a legacy game. Cause um, for risk, it was like, hey, whoever wins the most out of these 15 games is the winner. And Betrayal Legacy was really going down that path as well. And, it, and you know, to be fair, I, I'm sure you felt salty code about the way. Because like you said, Joey won six in a row or something like that. And I felt a little salty. And it's it does a cool thing where like midway through, uh, like not to spoil anything, but it does flip the game on its head a little bit in terms of like where the story is going. And that felt cool that your objective wasn't like just to win every game it became I mean, yeah, more about the process of going through basically it just said whatever you did in the past it didn't matter you're just it's starting over but everything's yeah the same with the legacy but you're starting over <laughs> and i i would love, yeah. i would have loved to finish this game because i would have loved to see what what happens you know what i mean i won all these games but did it mean something or did it not i don't know <laughs> and uh talking about when you become a traitor and getting convoluted. I think as this game went on, uh, there was a quite a few more rules. Like looking back at it, there was those cards where you went to like the underworld or something, and like you said, that big board. It was there was a lot of rules added to the game as it went on, which was cool. But at some point, like it would be very hard to go back at this point. It would take, I feel like, a couple practice games. It would take a, a reread of everything multiple times. So. Um, Anything left on the gameplay? No, I don't think so. All right, let's jump to the components. Uh, Joe, what do you feel about the components? Um, I think the components are are pretty good. The, um, like you said, they have a bunch of different tiles for the houses, and that's pretty cool. They got the little figurines are are pretty cool. In the legacy game, I don't really like. I just felt like. Didn't have like an old man piece or something like something was off about the like with the <laughs> legacy pieces where it's like it didn't make any sense. Like they had a young kid and then like no adult guy or something, and then it was like it was weird. Like something was off about it. I I'm pretty sure it was like that. It was like why, why is this like that? But I don't know. Yeah, code. Uh, yeah. I mean the components they were okay. I think the tiles themselves were good. They seemed like pretty good quality. Uh, the pictures on each of the tiles they look pretty cool uh, i thought the figures were pretty cheap and they're really small um yeah i thought they were cheap though but you know the uh the extra the cards were okay um the booklets were obviously just a normal booklet but you know they were they were okay too they i think the rules were you know so i think they explained it enough but like you said if we were to go back it'd be quite a read through but Components, I would say, if you played the base version, you don't. There's really not much of an upgrade, I would say. Anything special from base to legacy, component-wise. Yeah, I guess I'll just add on. Like the player board was like nice and thick. It had like you know each player had like a unique emblem, which was nice. But uh, it was a little, I guess, kind of disheartening or frustrating that like 
you know, they ask you to like kind of go through, I think, 10 games or 15 games or whatever it is. And there's different dates and they ask you to write down your character's name, how they if they died, how they died, which was cool to keep that history. But um, the boards were not made to be written on. <laughs> you know, you take a pen. It doesn't really work. You take a marker. You got to get smudged off. So like while the quality was good, that was kind of like my little like uh, pet peeve about it. It was like there was nothing really good to write on with it. Um, yeah, it was almost like components... cardboard. It was cardboard, and it, they should have had like just regular paper or something. Yeah, at least for that. I spot, do remember you know, that. And that it. was kind of that was annoying, really annoying. That was like the coolest part where you keep. The yeah, and it's family, like, but um, at the at one, at one point you just like wrote nothing. You know what I mean? Cody just wrote yeah. Cody four times in a row. <laughs> Cody, no, Cody, um, so... Cody the eighth is back. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the rest of the components, I would say the overall package is probably like a little bit below average overall. You know, like you said, the minis, nothing special. The cards are fine. You know, the tiles were nice, but yeah, uh, a little bit below average overall. Uh, let's jump to theme and art, which I think this will probably get like kind of high rankings from all of us. Uh, Betrayal, like I said, it's like building a haunted house. I don't want to steal thunder. So, Code, I'll let you go first so you can have. Yeah, crack I mean, like you said, it's like building a haunted house. I feel like they do that probably as perfect as any game as you could get. I think theme-wise, like you, you're creating this own house yourself by moving through the tiles. You know, you don't know what room you're going to get in next. You know, like it's just a surprise at every every tile, you know. So to me, I feel like they, they hit it good. Um, the legacy version, like I said, you know, if you feel – you honestly feel like you're in a haunted house with the ghosts added on to the rooms and things like that. Uh, so component wise, I think it's the best part of the or not components. The theme uh, is the best part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Yeah, I think this this game is a, the rare case of theme making the game almost. The theme is great. I I love the horror movie aspect of it, and it's like the legacy kind of creates like you're almost in like a sequel, and you're paying your paying your parents, and then the the grandchildren and stuff like that. And the art was okay. I'm not really going to get into the art that much. It's it's a board game. It, art doesn't mean much to me. But the theme is it's great. Like I said, it it really it really shines over the gameplay. And that's that's rare in some games, you know what I mean? And that's what right. makes the game for me. The gameplay kind of makes it if if it was like a a wine making game <laughs> And this is this gameplay. I would absolutely hate it. Honestly, that's probably. But the theme makes the game for me, and that's that's what my that's my um, judgment on it. Hey, you guys both nailed it. I think the theme is amazing for this game. Like the aspect of flipping the tiles over, it, it is a surprise every time. You know, it's like, oh man, got the omen. You know, uh, mark on this tile. It's just, it's like a haunted house where you're getting surprised by what the tiles appear as, and. Um, Joe, you said like a horror movie. It's exactly that because, like we said, when the traitor happens, you open up a book, and I believe I don't know about the legacy version, but base game, and I think the legacy version. There's like 50 stories, so there's like 50 different things that it could be, and they like haven't read through all of them, but they like knock out every single horror trope there is. Uh, uh, haunted doll, uh, murdered wife in a wedding dress, you know, slasher. Probably have clowns. They have. They have everything and they do a really good job of like showing that and as for the art uh the art isn't like anything too special but i do like the tiles they have like a nice top-down view of a uh of a house and the interior of, the room. of it 
Yeah, of the room. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It almost feels like sort of like a uh, uh, an old computer RPG with that top down and kind of like how the uh, art looks on it. So I like the theme and art a lot. Um, as I said, guys, uh, when the trader happens, you open up a book. There's 50 different stories uh, for the legacy version. I think they asked us to play it 15 times. Am I right, Joe? Or 10? Yeah, I think 12 or 15, one of the two. 12. Okay, so longevity would say right here, you're playing the game at least 12 times. Am I right? Or I'm, what? What do you guys think about longevity? I mean, we played it nine times, I think. We were really close to beating it. On um, the longevity, this is a game where I would, like Cody, like we've said way before, with the legacy games, are you really going to play it afterwards? This is a game I would probably not play afterwards. Just because, like the said, the gameplay is just it's sad because it's just be like a top 10 game for me. But it's just looking <laughs> back and it's like, no, it's this game. The gameplay is not it, man. Yeah, I mean, so, long, okay. Uh, longevity for legacy game. Most legacy games are limited, you know. Um, but I feel like a good hour each game 12 to 15 hours we're playing um i feel like it's okay you know it, it is what you expect for a legacy game um but i think you know if you're willing to buy it i think you're going to be happy with you know how many plays you get out of it yeah okay so say you do play this legacy game to completion you get the 12 uh 12 to 15 plays i, I wish we knew i can't i honestly can't remember um but you would get a good amount of playtime out of that. Like Cody said, it's about an hour. So you would get 12 to 15 hours of gameplay. Can you play it after? Uh, I think you probably could. Would you want to? Meh. Don't know. But, you know, if you're somebody who buys one game and keeps playing it, I don't think this will have that longevity for you. But um, if you're more like us and you buy a game, you play it for a little while and then you shelve it for a long time, you might get back to it. You might not. Uh, this game probably has the perfect longevity for you. You know, you can play through it and then you feel like you got a full experience. So that's how I feel about longevity. Um, so when we do our game of the month, we give our final thoughts and we give a ranking out of 10, a one through 10, 10 being great, uh, one being horrible. Code, start us off with your final thoughts and your score. Um, final thoughts is the gameplay's eh, the theme is really good, but eh, legacy games, Risk Legacy to me was way better, Gloomhaven is way better, so my final rankings, I'll give it a, I'll give it only a six. Joseph, would you like to go next? Like I said, this is a sad moment for me, because it used to be like a top ten, but for me but we also didn't play that many board games before this but um <laughs> i would say like i said before like the th it's a weird instance where the theme kind of makes the game for me so the theme is great if the gameplay was just a little better i think this would be like a really top tier game for me but i'm gonna give it a six and a half all right i'm gonna be the uh the grumpy guy here uh Joe, as you mentioned, the original Betrayal House on the Hill. We actually, we all really enjoyed that. We all played it a ton. I feel like that was one of the original, probably original 10 games that we had bought, you know? Yeah. And uh, we brought it everywhere. We played it all the time. Uh, I, I, I got kind of sick of the game. And then the Legacy kind of rejuvenated me a little bit. You know, it was exciting. But after yeah. a couple games, I felt that same kind of like slog through it. And I did enjoy the time we played. I really did. 
I, I had a fun with the nine games that we played. There was new and exciting, but I liked it for the theme. I do not like the gameplay of this game. Uh, and that to me is number one when playing a board game. So uh, this one is not something I would recommend uh, for legacy fans, for fans of board games. I give it a four. Uh, <laughs> lowest, lowest uh, ranking on earth. I think the on lowest score podcast. anyone's ever given. Yeah. Uh, I think we all gave our lowest score to be honest with you. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Cause it's like, maybe had I never played the original, I would have been a lot more fond of this game, you know, but I played it so much and we're just ranking this game. So yeah, it's got to get a four for me. Uh, not one that I really loved. Yeah. I think, I think this game was just I, the nostalgia of it is why I loved it. Yeah. And I had one of the greatest board game moments in the base game. Yes. So that's why yeah. I actually named my, named my family after the character. So <laughs> like I said, it's just, it was like, nostalgia for me. That's why I love this game so much before, but going through the and gameplay, like a, looking back at it, it's just like, ah, man, the gameplay did suck, man. Like it sucked. Yeah. And like, like it was so confusing we were, when you the traitor, it's just like that's ridiculous. I know it ridiculous. it's horrible. And if we were reviewing the first game, I would probably give that one higher than this, even though I think this one's better. It's just like I have better memories of that one. You know, yeah. if I wasn't if I wasn't replaying it, I was just going based off my head the old one. I'd probably give that one like a six. You know, but I know this one's better, but it just reminded me of like all the bad aspects of it. So, yep. um, yeah. So All right, sucks. moving on from our game of the month, Betrayal Legacy, uh, not the highest scores we've ever given. In fact, they were the lowest scores we've ever given. So uh, let, let's bring the momentum up a little bit with someone that carries a boundless amount of energy, um, always at the top of a party. Could why don't you give us your party minute? Okay. You can tell us what the game is, and then we'll start the timer. Okay. Um so we played this game, I think, quite a few times. Uh, it's obviously yeah. a party game. I really enjoyed this game, and I don't know why. Uh, it is called Shifty-Eyed Spies. And your minute starts now. Okay, Shifty-Eyed Spies is you get dealt a character, or you pick a character, let's say green, blue, and red. Um, then you get dealt out, you pick up two different cards. One card is going to be a character's color. Let's say I'm the blue character and I draw the red character's color. And then I'm going to draw, there's also four different locations you got to be. So let's say I draw, let's just say a cafe. So I, what my job to do is I got to look for the red player. Let's say it's Corey. And I got to wink at Corey without anybody else seeing me. And then with my eyes, I got to tell Corey where he's got to go. So the whole point of the game is, let's say we're playing with six people. Everyone's looking at each other, trying to catch who's winking, and I got to sneak my wink into Corey, and I got to point him to the location of the cafe. And then when it comes around to him, he's got to say, I'm bringing Cody to the cafe. And if he's right, we get a point. If he's wrong, then we're wrong. Um, but the fun part of the game is just winking, trying to catch people winking. It's hilarious when you're winking at somebody, and they think you're winking at somebody else. And they call you out and you're like, why? I'm literally winking at you. Um, so to me, it's just a fun, quick game that you can bring out for 10, 15 minutes. And you'll enjoy your uh, enjoy your time, I think, with it. So there you go. Not a minute, minute and a half, but not bad. That's a great game. Uh, 
gets huge amounts of laughs whenever we play it. Uh, some of the funniest aspects is when someone calls someone out for winking. And it's like, yeah, I was winking at you, you moron. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get your attention, and they yeah. you caught him. So, uh, great game. Really fantastic game. Love that one. Yeah, um, good review, too. Anything to add, Joe? Good job. Yeah. No, um, yeah. Nice job, Coach. I, it's, a, it's a funny game, man. It's, I always thought it was funny when I would, like, point – you have to point with your eyes. So it's like <laughs> I would just like look down and stare at it, and I, I would just feel like I like someone's know I'm doing something. Like, I, like nobody's an idiot, but it's just funny because sometimes it works. Yeah, at the same, yeah, because at the same time, everyone else is trying to figure yeah. out their own stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's jump to the podium, gentlemen. Uh, probably my favorite segment of the entire show. Now, the podium is where we give a bronze, silver, and gold medal to a set of games based on a topic that we had picked. So uh, we're all in on Legacy this month. We were so excited to talk about it. So what we're going to do is we're going to give a podium on games that we wish were Legacy. A top three, as you would. A bronze, a silver, and a gold. So very excited for this one. Uh, I'll go first. I'll switch it up a little bit. Usually I make Cody go first because he's on my left, but I'll go first. So um, I picked three games that I really enjoy. You know, I'm like, I like these games already. I think they can be even better with Legacy. Don't know how, but uh, my bronze game is Kemet. So Kemet is a war-type game that takes about an hour. It has very fun escalating combat where it encourages you to fight because if you fight and win a battle, you get a token, and if you get eight of them, you win the game. So why did I pick Kemet? Because I really liked Risk Legacy, and I liked how it did the whole war aspect. And I think Kemet is 20 times the game Risk is, by far. It's so much better of a war game than Risk is with the big monsters and the powers. So if Risk can go to Risk Legacy and have that much of a transformation and make me like Risk again as much as I did, Kemet to Kemet Legacy, I can't imagine the possibilities in doing like a 15-game, whoever wins the most, and you have these advantages going on and you keep these monsters permanently you get captains for your armies. Stuff like that would be amazing to me. So I would really love a Kemet Legacy. That is my bronze game. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, Joe, why don't you hit us with your bronze? Hold on. Okay. Um, my bronze for um, the Legacy games I would like to make, be made um, is Deception. Murder in Ooh. Hong Kong. I have no idea how you would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how you do it, but I just love this game so much. I think it would be awesome if they somehow made it into a story. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I yeah, I uh, I had thought it across my mind. I didn't know how they would make a legacy, so I didn't pick it. But uh, I think it's a good idea. I think maybe if you did multiple games where there was like you never really like point out the murderer, but the murderer stays the same from game to game, and it keeps getting like. I, I don't know, but I, I, say, I don't have know how you something do it. there. I don't know how you would do it, but someone make it. It's a please. it's a game we like, and yes, <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> All right, coach, why don't you bronze. hit us with your bronze game? All right, my bronze game um is going to be Zolkin. Um, ah. Zolkin Zolkin's my favorite worker placement game. Uh, I think it'd be cool. You know, like you got to collect corn and all that. I be, I think it's cool. Like if your corn overlapped into other games where you got to feed your people or you're losing points, um, I think it, they could be. It could really be awesome. You know, they add a whole new wheel to the game and things like that. So 
to me, I think they could do a lot with it. The story might be a little lacking, but the components, I feel like they could add in plenty to keep the game interesting. Um, but yeah, I think Zolkin would be a fun, fun little game. Maybe add in, you know, just maybe another worker or something. Just something. I think they could do a good job with it. It's not a bad. Yeah, game. I would play that. Yeah. Um, my silver game is uh, Joey. Kind of already hinted at earlier, talking about winemaking. <laughs> and uh, boy, what I, I love thought that would be your gold. I thought that would be your gold. Uh, I, I had thought about it, but I'm like, I don't want to pick my favorite game as the game that would be number one legacy, even though I would be outside over the moon if they made this a legacy game. Now, Viticulture is a game where you make wine. Uh, I don't like wine personally. I don't make wine myself, but it really works as a board game aspect. It's broken down into seasons of the year, all four seasons, and you go through that year and you keep going through the years and trying to make wine and trying to make your winery as best as it can to get points. Um, let's expand that. Let's make this based over decades um, where you have a family because they already let you have a mom and a pa and that determines what kind of workers you got. Let's build a family and a hierarchy where this business goes through the decades, even the century, where you're playing 10 games and every game is 10 years. And uh, kind of like what both of you said, I don't know how they would do it per se, but I have complete faith in uh, – Stonemeyer games because they made Charterstone, which is a worker placement game, into a legacy game. Haven't played it, heard it was good. Uh, so why can't they do Viticulture? I would love that. That's my uh, that's my silver. Yeah, like I said, I thought that would be your gold. That's a good pick. Yeah, okay. Uh, Joe, your silver. Um, my silver is um, Robinson Crusoe. Ooh. Um, I think this game, if somehow you can make it into a legacy game, they already have like the little little different like story modes type deal in the game but if you can make it like like legacy <laughs> where your guy changes like he don't get off the island he goes more crazy or something or he gets off the island and he goes goes back on the island with the legacy i don't know i think it'll be an awesome legacy game yeah, imagine dying in the last uh game of the legacy game and having to start all over <laughs> how hard Robinson Yeah, that would so is. <laughs> that would yeah, that would suck. Uh, that'd be that'd be fun though. That'd be a lot of fun. Cody, hit yeah. us with your All silver. All right, uh, my silver is a game we don't play like almost ever anymore. Uh, oh, I think it'd be really fun though. Uh, I'm gonna say Formula D as a legacy mm. game. Um, I think it'd be cool like if you could add in some cards to like upgrade your car. You know, like give it a better engine. So you start two spaces higher or, you know, you your role is one plus to the thing. And then you could add in like block blockades, you know, where you got to go around some more thing. You could add different things to the track. Um, you could add snow. You could add rain. You know, I think there's just you could add specific, dri you, know, you know, you could pick your own driver that has their own stats. Uh, I just think there's a lot you could do. To the game you know obviously there'd be no story really but you know adding to your car would be fun so to me i think formula d would be uh, a pretty fun legacy game i don't particularly like formula d but that sounds like actually an like amazing game like you have like standings <laughs> and stuff yeah like, that's actually like yeah i uh if pretty i would like I a little to say that, that's my favorite pick that's my favorite uh one you've done ever. I think that's my favorite pick out of all these. Even better than my number one right now. Yeah. yeah. I see you going through like a like a Formula One season, you know, where you yeah. get yeah. points based on 
or like, you know, you get sponsors and that helps you or even have like a team of drivers where you control more than one car. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great idea. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good idea. But I should have saved that for gold. Surprisingly a good pick by Cody. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so my His goal is a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, my game is a game that we don't play often anymore at all. But I think Formula D. A fantastic <laughs> Formula D. No, um, my number one game that I wish was a legacy is Fury of Dracula. Now, I had brought up my city where it's like the winners, um, the losers get like a little bit of an advantage to help them win the next game. So I would like a game where um, as you go on, if Dracula loses or something, he gets to infect one of the people and there's like half hunters and half Draculas. And that number is constantly changing throughout the game. And then maybe towards like the end, there's like a, Hey, pick your final team for this last battle based on like all the things you had collected. I think hidden movement would be very unique for a legacy type of game. And I would love to see them do it. And we love Fury of Dracula. And one thing that Risk Legacy, uh, this is the Risk Legacy episode apparently, uh, did is they took a three-hour game like Risk, and they made a game that could end anywhere from a half hour to an hour. Made Risk very playable. Fury of Dracula is one of our favorite games. No matter how quickly we play it, it is a three-hour game. So I would like it to be where maybe the end goal isn't always to stomp out Dracula and catch him or kill all the hunters or last for 15 turns, but objectives, hidden objectives. You know, hey, you've got to control this country at this point of the game, stuff like that. And the hunters maybe have to do recon and find out what the objective is for Dracula before he can do it. And that's how you would stop him. Uh, that's that's my number one. I wish they would make a legacy version of that because I love the game so much. It's just so hard to get to the table based on the time uh, play time. Oh, yeah, good pick. Yeah, um, thank you, Joseph. Hit us with your gold. Um, my gold is one of my favorite games of all time. It's Western Legends. Um, Western Legends is one of those like it's like one of those video games already. It's like the sandbox mode game. And I don't know how you do it either, but just <laughs> I think the legacy would be awesome with it. You could, if you win the game, you can name a, a saloon or something after you or something. Like you could upgrade your guns and it would be upgraded for the rest of the game. You know what I mean? I, I think it would just be an awesome game to have a, as a legacy. Yeah, yeah you would uh, you would build the Wild West and you would grow your own like fortune. Yeah, you know? yeah, you that would, would be, be awesome. Become yeah. a legendary cowboy then. Sounds good. There's so many good picks right now. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. Coach, let's hear your goal, man. No way you're about to say. Cody was surprised by his own self. I was. As I was talking, it sounded a lot more fun than what it was, you know. But uh, I'm going to pick my last game. I'm going to say Cosmic Encounters. I really like this game. Uh, I think it'd be cool. You add in Legacy to it. You add in different aliens. Um, You know, maybe... Usually you're defending your planets with like four little ships. You know, maybe you can get different ships in there that do different things, um, different cards, obviously, to it. So to me, I think Cosmic Encounter would be a really fun legacy game. Uh, like I said, I think they could add a lot to it. So I, I don't hate it, but Formula D was better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Formula D was perfection. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that was one of those I, weird things too, because like we, none of us even liked that game that much. But the way you were explaining it, uh, yeah, it sounded awesome. Yeah, the way you explained it, I'm like, I want, I want that game now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was a fun podium. Too. Yeah, that we was a really picks. fun podium, and 
as I heard your guys' picks, I'm like envisioning how that would work and how it mm-hmm. works so well. Like, oh man, really wish I had that game. Uh, but that's that's pretty much the end of the episode, guys. We have one more thing to do. Uh, it's everyone's favorite topic, code. It is what? The Wheel of Destiny. Ah, uh, come on. Joseph. Wheel. Ah, uh, it is the Destiny. Wheel of Destiny. I feel like we didn't do that last time. Here. I'm pretty sure we did not do that last time. Uh, last time was a weird time for all of us, I think. It was. It's okay. Um, we have six topics on this Wheel of Destiny because we don't know what to talk about. So we let the wheel decide what our next month's topic is going to be. Um, we rolled and we got Legacy. We were very happy about that. But uh, we have six new ones. Here we go. We have Analysis Paralysis. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah. Cody? No. Well, you have it. Let me tell you. Um, we have Biggest Disappointments. We have Gaming Evolution. We have Game Complexity. We have Gaming Length. And we have Games We Never Got to Love. So, um, we're going to spin the wheel. Formula I'm going to show it to you guys on the screen. And uh, that's what we'll talk about next month. And I really hope we get analysis paralysis because I would love. I know what that means. Cody I know what like it means. a half hour. I'm going to uh, go with gaming. I'm going with complex, complexity. Oh, gaming length. Going gaming length, right. whatever that means. I'm you just spinning as we speak. They can see it on the screen. Complexity is going to win. I've never, lo- never got this wrong. Gaming length. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who put that topic on there? Gaming length. Let me tell you, the length of that topic will be a short one. So uh, <laughs> no one wants to I hear hope, about that. I hope. What is this? <laughs> it's an important thing to talk about, gentlemen. All right. Can we put in gaming uh, length and gaming complexity in one? No, I feel like those are two separate topics. But uh, yeah, that's what we'll be talking about next month. Next month, and our review game will be something that's short or long, and our topic will be. The podium will be games we wish were short or long. So tune in next month to hear all about the gaming length. Uh, this has been We the Meeple. <laughs> Cody, thank you. Thank you. Joseph, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you enjoyed with you what you heard, please continue listening to us. Uh, it helps so much. Uh, we are from the Thoughts and Players podcast. I am at least. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get through us on Thoughts and Players at Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok. We're there. You can talk about anything. Joey is always on BGG, which is Board Game Geek. He's putting up topics. Communicate with him. Hit him up on messages. Uh, we love to hear from you. We appreciate all the listens that you have, guys have given us. So uh, please continue. We'll have another one out next month. Have a good one. <laughs>